Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. On today's episode of Down the Wire, it is officially the end of 4th of July weekend and the NBA Finals are now set. It is also All-Star season in the MLB. Me and Dave will discuss how we feel about the All-Stars and the All-Star Reserves and our NBA Finals preview. It all happens today on Down the Wire. Okay, You ever heard of J.J. Arcega-Whiteside? No. I'm pretty sure he's a wide receiver. Isn't he for the Eagles? Well, I already started recording, so that's going to be an earth thing. Welcome to episode 22 of Down the Wire. Happy 4th? Happy 5th! 5th, it is the 5th, but... And you'll be listening to us on the 6th. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, how was your 4th? Uh, uh, well, I had two comedy shows and two wrestling shows, so my voice is shot right now well i went to the beach in california which was a bad idea for so many reasons on the fourth of july and my back is completely pink from sunburn and i'm recovering from a day of day drinking so that i don't i don't blame you i I mean the the sun even over here in wisconsin was raging extra hard last week you couldn't even get it above 72, I think. Yet, uh, the very first show that I had wrestling-wise outside was 90-something degrees. Mm. Oh. Like, brutal. I, I we had the So we had the idea to record yesterday, uh, earlier in the week, 
and I called you, I don't know, what time did I call you? Like, probably like 5 o'clock your time, somewhere around there. And I was like, so already dead that I just didn't want to record, and I woke you up, it sounded like, because I, I was on a bus on the way back, and I was, I had to call you to be like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to record, and okay, there's a barking dog with this window open right now, so that's definitely getting closed. There you go, right there. But anyway, anyway, it was like throwing me off my game. And I asked you, I was like, hey, can we just record tomorrow? And you were already dead, like, mm-hmm, yeah, let's do that. And not that we don't love each other, okay? But we just don't really say I love you a lot to each other. And as we were leaving, I was like, okay, love you. And you were like, yep, love you too. Like, we were so both out of it, I think, that I hung up the phone and I was like, Oh shit, that was like weird. Even though it's not supposed to be, but that was that was my first reaction after yesterday. So I'm glad we waited another day at least. Um, I needed it so bad. I was exhausted after this weekend. In fact, I'm still exhausted today. I woke up hella early this morning and mowed the, the yard. Even though, again, at seven thirty in the morning, it was ninety degrees outside sun beating down on me i was pissed that was the most dad sentence not like our dad but like actual dad sentence i've heard you say of waking up at 7 30 in the morning to mow the lawn (laughs) well i was up at like five o'clock in the morning because that's usually when i get up for work but you know neither here nor there well should we maybe talk about some sports that's kind of the name of our podcast. Um, we got sports. Na, 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 na. We got sports. Na, 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 na. Sports, sports, sports. Okay, I wanted to start it off real quick with um, some big news. Not quite breaking news, but some pretty big news, okay? I was watching, uh, it might have been an ad on Twitter. Could have been YouTube, but not a Shaq ad. But rather, Bartolo Colon now is sponsored by Jim Beam. That's pretty lit. It was, <laughs> it was, he was pitching to himself and he hit himself and charged the mound at himself. Okay, that's actually really impressive. Yeah, I'm okay with this. That's what I'm saying. It was like, holy shit, Bartolo. What a guy. And on top of it, he probably made more money during that Jim Beam ad than he did his last like three years in the New York Mets organization, probably, right? It doesn't matter. He still gets all the Jim Beam that he wants. And Bartolo deserves all the Jim Beam. He probably, yeah, he he was probably sponsored before he was even making ads just because he consumed so much Jim Beam. So, (laughs) what what, what kind of alcohol is that even? What is that? Uh, Isn't that whiskey? I I was going to say that, but I didn't want to be wrong. I thought it was whiskey, too. I think it's whiskey. Look it up. I don't... Oh, all right, all right, all right. Jim Beam. Uh, yeah, it's, it's bourbon whiskey. Bourbon whiskey. Okay, yeah. And, yeah. come on, Bartolo Colon was definitely drinking some whiskey before games. Like, he had to be. With how sluggish... So that was, like, the, uh, the secret sauce on the baseballs for him. He was, like, secretly, like, drenching them in Jim Beam. <laughs> yeah, that was his spider tech. Oh, oh my God. 
how did I not tell you this? So I called a game this Saturday um, in San Luis Obispo, right? And, I was watching. Oh, thank you, thank you. Did you watch the ninth inning where we ch- they actually checked the pitcher for spider tech? Yes. That was uh, that was the weirdest thing ever. Like our coach actually thought he was just like using spider tech, and the players still swear by it. Like, yeah, he definitely had something on his arm or whatever, but. There was no evidence of it, and he came in and continued to pitch, and we lost a heartbreaker. But none that's not the point. It was just kind of crazy. I never saw that in person. It was the first time I ever saw it, and this was at the college summer ball level. So the MLB maybe could take a lesson from it. Uh, it was hey. only time in there. Should we keep talking baseball? Should we go to the Olympics, the finals? What should we talk about first today? Well, I think that's kind of in the one of the bigger stories this week is the Olympics. So let's get that out of the way. Okay, first thing we got to talk about, Shikari Richardson. That's uh, That has to be the first story of the day. Shikari Richardson is not going to be able to run because she tested positive for uh, marijuana in her drug test. She will not be able to run in the 100-meter dash but she might be able to run in the relay race. Uh, she will be able to, yes. Uh, because of her forthcomingness and honesty towards the matter, uh, she is actually only suspended for a month, which, I mean, silver lining, I guess? I, I just think this is the stupidest thing ever. It, it's so stupid. And how fitting is it that we talked about that one girl uh, what, like two weeks ago about the pork burrito and was causing her steroids. And now we have someone who probably was just smoking because, you know, and I get it. Look, I saw that she had said she had smoked weed because of the tragic death of her mother. She found out her mom had just passed away and that's what she was using to cope. To be honest, great lot, like obviously very sad part of the story it shouldn't even be relevant, and it shouldn't even matter. She should just be able to smoke weed whenever she wants to fucking smoke weed. Well, uh, look, it's definitely not a performance-enhancing drug. Um, now, I will say this is not through the uh, Olympic Committee, though. This is something that is through the U.S. national team. Uh, so th- right there, you should kind of get this weird red flag because, well— Let's just be honest, the, uh, the U.S. is very peculiar when it comes to uh, the way that it governs its uh, marijuana usage here, because it's illegal federally, yet, you know, each state can justice themselves, you know, so that's why you have, like, what is it, like 12 or 16 states right now that are, you know, marijuana is legal there. So it, it, the whole thing's just whack as hell. And fuck that. She should be able to run. That's what I'm saying. And she was, she is obviously by and far like the best runner that the U.S. would have sent to the Olympics, at least sprinter wise. And it's so stupid that she was, and she also, I didn't see the state, but I did see in the article that she did smoke weed in a state where it was recreationally legal. So again, now we get to this real sticky situation of she didn't even do anything wrong legally in her state, and now she gets screwed over for it. And you know what? She's handling it like a boss right now on top of it. She's more pissed off at the situation 
but it seems like she's handling it pretty well as for someone who is getting stripped away of a chance to represent your country and she's understands like yeah i made a mistake i probably shouldn't have smoked weed but i did so if you want to take it away from me take it away from me and i'm just gonna keep doing my thing yeah look she knew better it, it you prepare for all of this whether or not you know we believe that she should be able to smoke weed in the current state of her opportunity she was not supposed to so i unfortunately i i don't necessarily side with her in the the short term in the grand scheme of things you know there's no reason why she shouldn't be able to you know what i mean yeah it's a weird it's a weird feeling towards it all because look you got a you got one not one thing but like you got a, a very finite set of rules that you have to follow this is clearly going to be one of the top ones because they're constantly doing drug checks i completely understand the pain grief and suffering that she went through uh and it being so much of an emotional toll you know and that's why she partook in something like this and you know again it's just dumb that they the that any sort of sporting entity even thinks that this is uh, some type of performance enhancing drug at all. Again, if if you got certain states that don't worry about it anymore, because you see this now in the NBA and the NFL, they don't check for for marijuana usage anymore. No, no more, no more in either the. I don't think the MLB does either. I think they also are. In there too. Did they? Did they I, I know for a fact that the NBA and NFL doesn't. But you know, if if those entities are not doing it, come on, like who gives a crap? That's what I mean. And you know what? You brought up a point where it's like, yes, there was a set of rules, and she needed to follow those set of rules. So again, I get why she is suspended. I think the rule is just stupid. You know what I mean? It, it's it's something that needs to be looked into. And changed a little bit, I would hope, in the future, at least. Um, but for now... I, yeah, I've been a, a very pretty big advocate. In the next five years, it's going to be legal everywhere. Uh, and I feel I, like we've been saying that for five years. You know what I mean? And five years before that, and five years before that. I mean, I think it's just something that keeps progressing where it's like more and more people are giving less and less of a shit about it, and nothing is happening still. Well, again, that's that's a, a topic for a whole separate podcast. Right. You know what I mean? I guess. We, yeah. I am not getting into politics right now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's way too damn early. Fair that. enough. And, and uh, it, uh, technically, still a holiday for me because I have the day off. Okay. So okay. Screw that. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Shikari Richardson. I'm sure she'll be near the top in that relay race when she goes over there so she'll have to wait a little bit but um we'll move on we'll move on here and you know I, I, i'll kind of build off of that what do you got we, f- we oh, it's not necessarily the olympics but we had a pretty big discussion about the tour de france uh not too long ago i think it was last week and, right uh it was either last week or two weeks ago i believe Platt was still on with us. Platt was on with us when we were talking about it? 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. then that would have so, been two episodes. But all right, go ahead. Here's the thing: it has gotten more and more of a shit show for the Tour de France. Have you looked into any of this? I know that I I have not watched the race or anything like that because why would I watch the race? Oh, I, but I'm, I'm glad you know that. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I did see that she was caught or whatever, right? In custody. Yeah. See. Uh, well, first, let's just start with that, right? So the woman that uh, was the uh, the the offender for causing the giant pileup from uh, the what is that two weeks ago was thought to have left the country, fled the country. Jesus. Uh, but they actually found her. Thank goodness. And remember, the Tour de France uh, committee was very big on saying that they were going to sue the hell out of this woman. Right. Wasn't she supposed to get, like, ten years in jail? She was going to face a fine of 1,500 euros, uh, as well as being accused of involuntary cause of injury. Uh, yeah. Involuntary cause of injury. I feel like anyone could be sued for that. You know what? I I feel like this might be just a weird translation because of, you know... French. Country to country, yeah. Oui, oui. But... Wow. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, (laughs) But... Here's the problem. They just decided, nah, we're not going to do anything about it. What? Yeah. They just totally, like... All right, we're just going to hush hush and slide this under the rug here. So she's not she's not facing any legal action? None. None whatsoever. Wow. What? Now, you could see some legal action in the future from the riders that got injured? Yeah. Um that is something that, you know, is we have to wait to be seen. But because of all of this and not to mention other uh, conditions as far as safety. Uh, all the cyclists at the start of stage four dismounted their bikes and stopped the race for an entire minute to protest the Tour de France. Holy shit. And guess what? No one saw it because no one watches the Tour de France. But... Well, look, 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 maybe not in uh, you know the United States, but the Tour de France still does hold a fair amount of weight as, uh, you know, definitely a single entity itself, It is the only cycling race that anyone knows, and it's on such a huge platform. I get it. It was bigger. Like, when Lance Armstrong was in it, like, it was must-see, like, highlights, at least. You, You watched it for him. Then he got caught cheating, and I feel like no one even cares anymore about the Tour de France. So, it, it's definitely a huge platform, and you know what? I would probably be pissed if I was a rider, too, if that chick's not facing any legal action. Like, she did cause the, like, craziest crash in the history of the sport, and they're not going to do anything about it? Well, that's the thing, though. It's not even just uh, from that one incident. The Tour de France, uh, like, I, I guess the course this year, has been very aggressive, and you're getting a lot of riders that are getting hurt here and there just i you know i i guess they're going too damn fast and 
you know, slipping and sliding all over the place. But they're trying to actually uh, adopt the three-kilometer rule. So it would allow riders who crash in the final three kilometers to earn the same time as the group would have uh, if they finished with them, had it not been for their fall. Mm. So basically, they're handing out participation trophies. Yeah, that I don't like that rule. That I don't like. Which is weird. Um, I, I can understand the idea of that, but I don't quite know how you implement that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I get it. If it's not their fault, especially like the the fan interference. You know, if they got they got into that big pileup, how do you how do you subtract the time that was, you know, a loss because of that? Right. Especially for one shithead person that had German and French signage on the uh, on the course or track or whatever the it, yeah whatever it is i didn't i honestly i guess didn't know that the tour de france had a different course every year uh yeah i mean i, I would assume that they changed it up right i mean like even if you're like think about it in like golf courses like golf courses you know uh every year it's played on you know in tory pines or something like that they do change up the holes add sand pits you know it's maybe some extra rough and the make yeah, the green yeah like smaller or bigger you know whatever move the hole around yeah fair enough okay yeah all right i can get so, it yeah, I, that's crazy show, wow it, you know you, you thought you would get past the shit show in the cycling world when lance armstrong got out but apparently not must have gotten worse all right should we stop beating around the bush here we gotta talk about it the nba finals and uh the Milwaukee Bucks, our Milwaukee Bucks, are now four wins away. Four wins. Just like that. Uh, you better keep clapping. Mm-mm. I told you. Nope. Chris Middleton was coming to play, Look, my guy. Look, look, look. This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say about Chris Middleton. He is absolutely a reason why we are in the finals right now. I am also the reason we also, are in the finals. Also, what I'm going to say is very impressive to score 32 points in the last game, but only scored nine points, not in the third quarter. Okay, thank you, Mr. Inconsistent. That's what I've been doesn't saying matter. about him. That's it what I've been matter. saying about him, how inconsistent he is. And I'm going to apologize to him if we win the finals. That's what I will do. Because if we win the finals, that means he played consistent enough to win the finals. Look at it this way. Sure, it doesn't. It didn't happen throughout the course of a four-game, a four-quarter game. But if he's going out every game, scoring twenty-three points in one quarter, are you not taking that? No, I would. I would. I get it. And he is proving himself a little more this year. But he has also played games where he's dropped fifteen points in forty minutes in this in this playoffs. In this playoffs, and on top of it, previous playoffs has done that way more than he has in this playoffs. So, I will then apologize to him should he lead us to an NBA Finals win. I will I will say it right now, episode 22. We have two weeks, and we'll know who wins the NBA Finals. The last if game... They win, if they win the NBA playoffs, will you... Send him a bouquet of flowers. I will... Oh. With an apology note attached to it. 
I will write an apology letter to him on behalf of my half of Down the Wire, yes. You, I, come on, flowers, he needs some flowers. Chris Middleton doesn't want my flowers. He doesn't want my flowers. He's a sensitive guy. <laughs> he looks like he's Look a sensitive up. guy. It was, it, you know what? And he didn't even, he wasn't even the reason why we won game five. Thank you, Brooke Lopez, Splash Mountain, okay? But that's not the, the main reason either, though. He still had, I think, 28 points in game five. Also, too, the the big story that came out of that one was Budenholzer completely revamping the system, which is not something Budenholzer does. So the fact that that happened was utterly remarkable. It was now, honestly, it, they almost look better without Giannis. And oh, oh, that's whoa, not what I'm going to say. Whoa. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. They're going to need Giannis to beat the Suns. They're going to need Giannis to beat the Suns. But the great job by Budenholzer to set the other guys up, like Holiday had a really big game in Game 6 as well too, and able to have Brooke Lopez have a huge game in Game 5. Like, it, kudos to Budenholzer right now for getting them there as well too. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? If they would have got there with Giannis, I would have said no, that wasn't Budenholzer at all. Um, now, I, you know, I, I hope that they kind of run this same game plan, though, because they didn't. They they shied away from it in Game Six. Obviously, they didn't need to, but Game Five, they were so dominant, working them in the paint. They need to do that again because the Suns really don't have a big man, you know, outside of DeAndre Ayton. But Brooke Lopez should be able to manhandle DeAndre Ayton. Ooh, okay, that's a hot take. I, no, look, Brooke Lopez is the bigger guy um, and the more dominant uh, player in that paint. I don't know. I don't know. DeAndre Ayton scares me. I think. Do you think Brooke Lopez is going to get... Who is going to guard Devin Booker? That's going to be Holiday? I would say so. Yeah, and then Chris... Oh, you know what? You know what, though? No. Or Chris Middleton. Ooh. Look, it's it, Middleton and... Oh, you know what? P.J. Tucker might take... Uh, might take Chris Paul. P.J. So Tucker I, might I would, take Chris Paul. I... Why not? I don't know. He might be too slow. I don't know. I don't. I'm not really like honestly uh, good Paul's for Chris. Not, not necessarily super fast. Right. I was so just gonna I think say that would be the better of the of the choice. Also, Devin Booker has kind of been hitting a mini slump. Uh, so th- that's also gonna be a huge factor. Now, again, Chris Paul is the guy that's been showing up. So maybe you do put uh, Drew Holiday on him to kind of shut him down right away. Well, I am definitely. Very happy for the Bucks because the Bucks winning in six games is going to be a huge benefit to them, I think. With them still having games played and the Suns have been, you know, that rest versus rust argument right now. I'm glad. Like, if Giannis is playing tomorrow, which I don't know, I, I would assume... Thursday. Thursday is the first game, I believe. I thought it was July 6th. Uh, I thought it was Thursday is when the first game goes through. Okay, well, but I could be wrong. Regardless, does Giannis play game one at all? Do you think? No, I don't think he does. It, you know, and that's something that we obviously didn't talk about. Uh, oh, you're right. Game one is tomorrow at eight p.m. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know. he's gonna play. Oh, you know, I 
Yeah, no, I don't know why I, I thought that. But, um, no, he doesn't He doesn't need to play right away. Rest him up a little bit more and have maybe even tease it a little bit, get, you know, list him as questionable or, you know, something like that on the, the lineup mm-hmm. sheet, you know, and kind of throw it like, oh, we got to prepare for Giannis. Right. Which I, I think they kind of did that with, uh, with uh, I should say Atlanta did that with Trey Young. Um you know, kind of threw the bucks for a loop for a hot second. I, I think you'd do it like that. I, I was very adamant that when I saw Giannis, quote, go down, that I didn't think it was all that bad. You know, and that's saying something because it was a hyperextended knee. But he was able to walk on his own legs really fast for a hyperextended knee. Um, I, I think that just got a little bit overstretched if anything oh nice and pun nice pun well, well i mean the knee the knee got overstretched hyperextension yeah. the story got overstretched you know what i mean oh well, i i meant the. i was talking about the knee <laughs> oh i thought you were talking about the story, story of him being hurt no, that's what no, i thought I like, you know me i'm a pun guy i'll do the puns okay okay puns. okay uh so yeah yeah I think I really do think that his knee just got overstretched, um, literally, just like you know, and that kind of scared him because he does have some history with that, right? Well, and, and he's also a guy who plays because of his athleticism. Like his his dominance comes from his athleticism. It's his size and his speed that he's able to move his body around so odd and lanky in the paint to get to the paint. So. This was his first. It was a similar to like Derrick Rose, who was a guy who used his speed and his explosiveness. And you know, once he came down and landed on his knee, funny, you know, he was never the same. So Giannis was lucky that nothing was wrong with it. What are you talking about never the same? You're talking about the one other guy to get a first place MVP. Facts, vote facts. Here. My bad, my bad. Derrick Rose is damn near yeah. better than he's ever been. He, Shame him. My bad. Send him my an bad. apology you know, while you're at it. <laughs> it's um. Uh, but yeah. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. It's definitely, it's definitely going to be something to something to watch. If it's the first game in Phoenix, right? Because they had a better yeah, record. First yeah, two. first two, obviously, yes. Um, so I would probably, you got. I I would not play Giannis the first game as well too. This team looks decent still. Team still looks decent, like you said. Chris Middleton with that twenty three point third quarter in uh, the Bucks win on Game Six. He has now three 20-point playoff quarters, like three 20-point quarters in the playoffs, and that's only happened three times in Bucks history, so therefore he has all of them as well, too. So, Guy. yeah, I um, I do respect it. He is playing better. I need him. Oh, God, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared to put faith in him yet. I, I'm... I'm not. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to. And now I I agree with you. I wouldn't play Giannis that first game. I also wouldn't play Giannis that second game either. <laughs> I think you hold him and hold him off until you get that first game in Milwaukee. And you come in with that Milwaukee crowd and light up the place with Giannis coming back. Do you think and they can afford to go down two zero though? If they, I yes. mean, really? Yes. Yes, because of the fact that if you bring in uh, Giannis to that Milwaukee crowd, they are taking both games. Yeah. And 
then the series is tied. And uh, and then you're also going with momentum going back to Phoenix, which, you know, that that means a lot. Uh, and I, I think that's the best way to do it. Also, like I said, uh, like you were saying, the Bucks have been doing pretty damn good without Giannis. I'm not saying that they can do it, but I have more faith in the fact that uh, that they could pull that off. If they win a Giannis. game, if they win a game without Giannis, that's going to be crazy. That that's that's going to be, a, you know, not a for sure guarantee, but that's going to put them in a way better spot to win the finals. I, if they can win one game even without Giannis, so he can rest. That's going to be huge. But the Suns, you know, they were were a team that got a little bit lucky when they played the Lakers, and the Lakers were kind of injury-ridden, but they also had to play the... the, All the teams they played were injury-plagued. You have the Lakers with uh, Anthony Davis. You have uh, the Nuggets with um, Jamal Murray being injured as well, and even the Clippers with Kawhi not being out there. It was definitely the whole playoffs was just injury ridden. A lot of players all over the place. Which, the irony of that is that day that Giannis went down, the NBA had proposed a, uh, a schedule with more games. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Just <sighs> I, I, look, I get it. Money's money, but we're bearing the the real lead here. We need to talk about the NBA champion. Oh. Um, Tory Craig, your boy, Tory Craig. That was a weird Torrey story Craig. when I heard that. I didn't know that that was the case, but Tory Craig is now on the Suns, and because he played eighteen games with the Bucks this year, <laughs> um, he is now on the Suns. But because he played eighteen games with the Bucks this year, he is guaranteed a championship ring. Round of applause for Tory Craig, the real MVP. <laughs> what, like, what? If you're Tory Craig, are you pissed off? Like, if the Bucks win, still, you have to be. No, I'm, I'm bullshitting myself and going. I helped. I helped with this. <laughs> There's no way. There's no <laughs> way. I, I, I contributed uh, all what forty-seven points. No way! No games. way! How many points How many, did Tory Craig score in his Bucks in his Bucks stats this year? I would guess I mean, less. Probably more than it's probably more than that. I would guess less. That can be the over under. I'll go under. You go over. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Forty-seven points. No way. Tory Craig. He was not playing valuable minutes for the Bucks. He. Uh... You think he was average? What does that put him at? Eighteen times three puts him at what? Fifty-four. Yeah, maybe he was averaging three points a game. He could have been like a five-point-a-game guy or something. Uh, where is it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. That's going to be close. That's going to be real close. Where the hell is this points per game? Uh, basketball reference is great and awful at the same time because they got these points all over the damn board. Well, I got one more tidbit I could uh, tap into for the Bucks and the finals. So in 2013 and 2014, the 2013-14 season Bucks were the worst team in the NBA. They only won 15 games, and only two players are left on that team. 
and it's Giannis and Chris Middleton. So I think they've affirmed, and they were also that year the two worst rated players in 2K for the Bucks that season. So I think you can say that the rebuild officially worked in Milwaukee too. All right. I have calculated the grand total of Torrey Craig points on the Milwaukee Bucks this year. Okay, in 18 games, Torrey Craig had? 49 points. Oh, my God. What a guess, dude. What a guess, Dave. I pulled that 47 out of my ass. I <laughs> that... can't believe I was so close, dude. What a guess. Oh, Insane. That is... Insane. That is... That is an awesome uh, number. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even mad that I guessed the under on that. I, that was. Oh my god. But don't forget, he also missed a ton of games with them because he uh, he had like, um, like didn't he have like a broken nose or something? Like I don't that? fucking remember what Tory Craig did for us. Like, so it looks like twelve games he missed or something like that or something. Like that. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, Tory Tory Craig could have had more. Could have had more. But 49 points. That was a great... Dude, all-time guess right there. Guessing Torrey Craig's points for the Bucks. That was impressive. I'll give you that. That was impressive. Um, Now, also, last thing I want to say about the finals. It kind of sucks that Chris Paul's on the other side because I don't want to hate Chris Paul. And it's cool that he's in his first NBA finals right now as well, too. But if it comes to hometown winning NBA finals player I likes legacy I could give a shit what Chris Paul does so I hope the Bucks win in four and beat the shit out of him and Chris Paul has to retire after this season because we just kick his ass so hard oh look I'm not as uh, aggressive as you are I would like the Bucks to win but I'll be just as equally happy if Chris Paul wins there are a whole bunch of players on that team that deserve a title as well. So, you know, that's me being more objective than you. I get it. You know, I, you're the more diehard sports guy than I am. I'm more of the numbers uh, guy myself. So before we go uh, any further, though, we need to make predictions. Bucks and six, baby. You do know that this pass uh, – this past round where the Bucks beat the Hawks is the first time since Brandon Jennings made that Bucks and six call that they won any series in six Bucks and six. <laughs> it's It's gotta be now at this point, Bucks and six. Like, why would I say anything else? Brandon Jennings was speaking that into existence since we were playing the heat in 2012. And how fitting would it be? How fitting otherwise, it's definitely going six or seven games, the series. They're, they're, no one's getting swept like that or gentlemen swept, I don't think. I think these two are pretty comparable teams. And if the Bucks can shoot, like I know the Bucks can shoot, with Giannis, and maybe if they win one game without Giannis, Bucks and six. Bucks and six. I, it does seem to me that it's all going to be depending on this first game. This first game is going to be huge. And especially considering that the Bucks usually don't do well in the first game of a series. Ugh. Um, I'm going to go Suns in six. I, I do think the Suns are going to pull it off right now. I think that they are the healthier team. And as much as I want 
prove you wrong with Chris Middleton so bad, I, I think the Suns pull it off. They are the favorite. Chris Paul I, himself. They are the favorite, and I thought that was a little odd to, for the Suns to be the favorite. I, I don't know why. Why? Without Giannis? Well, they're going to have Giannis, I think. I'm not even preparing for the series to not have Giannis. I, I really think that... Because Giannis, I think they said, would be available for Game 7 if we had a Game 7. I don't think Giannis should play Game 1. I think he will play Game 2. And that's going to be it. I think they're going to have Giannis. I don't know why they would be planning for no Giannis. Uh, and again, it it does depend on Budenholzer's plan, man. If he goes back to three-point craziness... Uh, and I, I know why he does it because he likes to have that lane open for Giannis to charge in and dunk. But it, especially if he's got a bad knee and he, he can't do that, man, cover that paint hard, dude. If they're doing that, the Bucks have twice the size that the Suns have, and they should be able to manipulate them in that regard. Fair enough. Fair enough. I got one more uh, bit of basketball news. So the finals will start tomorrow, Bucks and Suns. Uh, I have one more bit of news for basketball, kind of. Um, you know what? Maybe it's even more – maybe maybe it's not even basketball news. You know, like we've seen a lot this year with the uh, celebrity boxing. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the YouTubers fighting or like the the old professionals coming back. I am here. I'm going to send you this video. Okay? I'm going to... Oh, can I not... No. No, I can definitely save it, right? No, I can send it to you like this. Okay. I think I'm sending you a link to a video over Snap. I want you to open that up and go watch that. And this is my official declaration, uh, challenge, whatever you want to call it. I am calling out Tyler Hero to a boxing match. Right. Oh, my God. All right, all right. While I watch this, I'm also going to send you a video. Oh, okay. Of a drunk Florida man trying to come at a professional Muay, uh, MMA Mai Tai fighter. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, it is everything that you want well look at this so, video of tyler heroes goofy lanky right ass fighting and i would love to challenge him to a boxing match i don't care he's got problem i'm what oh, five no yeah yeah oh well, he's so slow dude too. dude so he's probably what, that's coming from me six four six five maybe on a good day he's probably 180, 190, so I'm out here rocking 50 pounds on him being, uh, I'll say 5'8 on a good day, uh, like 8 inches shorter, I'll, I will fight him. I will. Ooh, if he wants to the, test it out, I will fight him. The, uh, the comments on this are absolutely savage. <laughs> someone, someone called him, uh, <laughs> Called him Glass Joe from Punch Out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I will absolutely challenge Tyler Hero to a boxing match. If you don't see it, I'll post it on our Down the Wire page he, he on looks Twitter. Like, uh, like Tyler Hero looks like uh, as he's throwing these punches, he needs to yell "World Star." <laughs> he is yikes! It's a big yikes. All right, I'm gonna so, watch uh, this. Who, who's uh, who's getting 
Who's getting in first? Is it going to be Jake Paul or uh, Logan Paul? Well, if Jake Paul or Logan Paul fight them, that's not going to help their record anymore. Like, that's, that is the, I don't know what the hell he's doing right there, but he posted that all over his social medias and stuff and then expected not to get roasted. Like, what, what are you doing, dude? A better opportunity. Next. Jake, uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Paul boxing event, him versus Pat Beverly. Oh, on the undercard? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Pat Bev would fuck him up. Fire. Pat Bev would fuck him up, no question. Oh, that's great. All right, yeah, watch watch this video. All right, now, drunk guy with Muay Thai guy. He's walking, kind of gets in his way. He says something to him or whatever. Oh my god! Knocked his ass out. Yeah. Shoot. Yes, that, is, that is MMA fighter Joe Schilling, uh, who was just walking in the bar trying to go back to his party or wherever, and this drunk guy, who was I guess hitting on a woman. Uh, I, I don't know if that's what you want to call it, but uh, uh, Justin Balboa is his name. Got knocked the f out did you say balboa yes oh my makes god it even funnier. jesus he also, got you can't hear you can't hear uh the music in the background but it's the next episode by dr dre featuring snoop dogg and nate dogg so like it's it's even better because of it so he's a bellator fighting champion too like a glory yeah. turning holy shit and the other guy is a busboy at an Outback Steakhouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> His last name being Balboa really is hilarious, too. That That's that's tough. 23-9 and nine Muay Thai fighter, 4-6 and six martial, art, martial artist. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you messing with any MMA guy or just... Just forget the fact that he's MMA uh, at all, right? Look at Jason. Uh, what was his name? Jason Schilling. Is that what it was? Yes. Said? No, yes. Joe Schilling. Joe Look Schilling. Look at Joe Schilling. Are you picking a fight with that man? He's four and six. He's four and six in MMA, and he just fucked up that dude. That's four wins that I will never get in Bellator. Never. I, I don't. He could be one and ten, and I still wouldn't fuck with him. Fair enough. I, I yeah, he looked fucking. Oof! Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! All right, should we talk some baseball? I've been talking oh, basketball. One, one, one last thing. Uh, Balboa's ex-girlfriend then thanked Schilling for knocking him out. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Hilarious. Very All right, nice. All right, let's talk some baseball. Baseball a little bit. There was um. Um, it's, it's just really a great time to be a Wisconsin sports fan right now. I am, uh, the Brewers, unfortunately they did lose yesterday, but they just went on an 11 game winning streak. So now they're 11, won 11 of their last 12 now you could say. And they, um, they kind of got hosed with no Freddie Peralta all-star game. Yeah, I... I uh, have I take a lot of issue with that because, damn it, Freddie Peralta deserved to be on there. Freddie Peralta deserved an All Star Game appearance this year. 
the other three that we named, Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Josh Hader, did all get their all-star berth. But Freddie Peralta was has like a 2-1-7 ERA right now. And I think leads our team in strikeouts. And they didn't give him an all-star berth. Ridiculous. You know, especially when you look at, like, on the other side, Garrett Cole is pitching for the Yankees. Garrett Cole has been fucking atrocious. Yeah, because he can't use spider tech no more. Yes. So, the fact that he gets in, again, the MLB All-Star game is is bullshit. It's all voted in through, you know, a a bunch of fan shit, which is, you know, whatever. But, yeah, uh, Freddie Peralta deserves that spot, and unfortunately, he's not going to get it. Well, he's an all-star in our book. We know he should be. They also hosed Max Scherzer. Didn't get in on it as well. Um, other than that, though, there was like, yeah, you can make a case for all these guys who are all-stars right now. The biggest story probably from all-star uh, voting is the history that Shohei Otani makes being the first double all-star as a pitcher and as a designated hitter. And are we ready to say that after Mike Trout, Shohei Otani is probably the second best player in the MLB. Uh, I I've already said that. I've said that for a minute that he is the face of baseball, and uh, Mike Trout is done being that. Well, he's uh, hurt now, so yeah, no, obviously. But even even still, like you already had Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, there, you had uh, Vlad Jr climbing up those ranks as well you know mike trout the mlbs did such a piss poor job marketing their star player aka mike trout at the time yes that uh now his name means absolutely nothing outside of he's a guy i i, I think we we talked about this before if you showed me a picture of mike trout I'm not sure if I would recognize him. It is really crazy how Mike Trout has just been doing MVP shit for like near a decade now, right, in the MLB, and how terribly they marketed him over that decade. And Shohei Otani shows up, and yeah, he's the new, the best thing since sliced bread. And Fernando Tatis was there for only a little bit and he was fucking marketed better so i i don't i get it i get it. it's so cool like what shohei otani is doing right now and his last start really makes his pitching numbers look like shit now well not shit but all-star worthy people are giving him something for it and but before his last start his era was under three and he's on pace for 60 home runs and like almost 200 strikeouts uh, so are you with me now he is going to be the MVP of the AL? I don't think it's even close. No, yeah, I don't think that's even close. I, I think right now the all-star races should both be unanimous. I would say Shohei Otani and Jacob deGrom are 100% the, the MVPs right now. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, well, I mean, I think you can make a a little bit of a argument over on the NL side only because Jacob DeGrom doesn't hit. You know what I mean? Like, with the way that Shohei Otani is revolutionizing baseball, it and especially doing it on both ends. It'd be one thing if he was, 
you know, had an ERA of, you know, like 179 or whatever, whatever the hell his ERA is, but he's batting 12, uh, like with a, a similar batting average. You know what I mean? Okay, whatever. He can hit, but he's not really hitting. Um, but he's, I, I don't know what his, his stats are, but I know they're great. Well, he's leads the MLB in home runs, hit his 31st one yesterday, and he he doesn't pitch as often as, like, a starter does, but he is really taking over the MLB this year, and it sucks because Vlad Jr. is having a phenomenal season for Toronto as well, but yeah. he's got no chance of winning it. I mean, it's pretty much just give it to Shohei Otani at this point. He could yeah, stop I, right now. To. Yeah, you can... yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you can you can make some arguments for people outside of Degrom. Well, enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Castellanos and Winker both are doing really well over there too in Cincinnati, but they got to make the playoffs on top of it. And it's just that I, DeGrom is doing so dominant as well too. I, right now, I think those are the two MVPs, the, the first half MVPs. I would say that it's going to be easier for someone in the NL to catch up to DeGrom. I think it's impossible for someone to win the MVP other than Shohei Otani in the AL this year. I would agree with you on that. I, I can 100% agree with you in, on that, in fact. Yeah, it's uh, that's just baseball, baby. Let's go look through some of these all-star teams. I had them liked up right now. Uh, where is it? Where is it? We go over here to my likes. Where is it? No, I need my likes. 
Well, uh, you know, I'll I'll continue with it. Like like I said, I do take a lot of uh, I do have a lot of contempt for the idea that Garrett Cole is in there. Same with Aroldis Chapman because Aroldis Chapman's been getting rocked as well ever since this uh, sticky situation kind of uh, came to a head over the past couple weeks, and uh, that's some bullshit. That is going off of name value. Uh, and not anything more than that. You, uh, I think the the team that is leading the way though is the the Blue Jays, if I remember correctly. Vlad Jr., Marcus Simeon, and uh, Teoscar Hernandez, uh, the outfielder. So that's kind of cool. I've always been a pretty solid Blue Jay fan, and uh, I, I'm glad to see them kind of coming back to being one of the uh, juggernaut teams, because it's been a minute. You know, obviously you had some good runs with, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Roy Halladay? No. Nope. Uh, hitter. Oh, Bautista? Incarnacion? Yeah, Jose, Jose Bautista, Bautista uh, and all that stuff. So, you know, awesome. Glad to see them coming back. And they had uh, Bo Bichette as a reserve as well, too. So... Here, we go to the NL. I'm just also very happy that no Brewers hitters got into the All-Star game because no <laughs> Brewers hitters deserve to get into the All-Star game. Aside from Willie Adamas, who is still making this the best trade of all time, in my eyes, like for Brewers history, if he keeps up this yeah. dominance. I'm taking the L on this uh, because I did not think that he was going to bring anything to this Brewers team. And not only is he hitting well, but he made, like, Luis Urias start hitting. And I, I don't know what that's about, but I'll take it. And Yelich is coming around a little bit. Um, Oz, uh, obviously, El Garcia is still, like, our best hitter by stats-wise. But um, regardless, I'm also going to send you a picture of our boy because this is what he wore to the stadium yesterday. Uh, also on Snapchat again. Look at Dan Vogelbach. Just look at him. Yeah? No. You don't like it? It says tap to load and it won't load. No! Oh, there it is. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Dan Vogelbach. Ultimate 4th of July guy. So you got Uncle Sam next to him, and I think Dan Vogelbach should be Uncle Slam. What do you think about that? Oh, dude, Uncle <laughs> Uncle Uncle 220 batting average. I love it, dude. Just you know, I I, I can't I never I've never liked a bum so much in my life. And you know what? He doesn't even look fat there. He looks fucking jacked. No, he looks swole. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought he was fat. He's not fat. He looks pretty jacked right there. Now, going back to what you're saying about Yelich, uh the 2019 MVP, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you find it weird that not only uh, him, but also his uh, competitor in that MVP race, Cody Bellinger, are both having bad seasons. Yelich, since he broke his knee, um, it, it looks really weird. It, it's not his swing is not as smooth. His approach is. Not as aggressive, it looks like. And, you know, I, I think it's coming around now. But the last year, you know, and change, 
has been really rough for Christian Yelich. And I'm hoping that when the team starts, if the team's going to continue to be this successful, he's going to keep having a bigger and bigger role. And he's definitely coming around. It's You can watch the games and he's getting more clutch hits. He's showing up more important times. I, I'm not. I'm not that worried. I, I think he's going to be all right. I think he's having. He might not have a great stats year again this year. Let's see next year again, and let's see what he does in the crunch time this year. Well, you know, and the Brewers do kind of need him to come back to form because of the fat contract that he has with them. It's, it's pretty and... team friendly, to be fair, though. Yeah, it is. But guess what? It's still a fat contract. Yes. Uh, and they don't want to, uh, as, as team-friendly as it is, they don't want him to suck and be able to get out of, uh, you know, still have to pay the, what, $100 million, you know, plus uh, whatever that would be left on his contract. You know what I mean? Right, right. But it's kind of, sh- it's shaping out to be the next Ryan Braun deal for us, honestly. So if he can come up in clutch time, Sure, if he's not going to do that, then he's just going to be the next Ryan Braun without the steroids. Don't do that. Ryan Braun did his job. He was good. He was solid. Sure. Sure. Um, Okay, we're like 57 minutes into this episode already. That's kind of gone pretty quick. Do you want to, did you have a, did you have something that you wanted to do, like to kind of wrap us up? Sure. Why not? Uh, Now... We uh, here at Down the Wire, or I should say Tom here at Down the Wire, has had a fascination of one Quintoris Lopez Jones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, also known as Julio Jones. So I went out this uh, this week, and I decided to go and find the real names of some of the NFL's notable players. Oh my God, uh, I'm so excited. I feel like... I feel like you might have fun with this. So I, I think I'm going to go a uh, little bit back and forth. Uh, some I will tell you what their real name is, and you try to tell me who that player is. And then, uh, conversely, I'll tell you the real player, and you try to guess what their real name is. Oh, because, shit. Uh, I can't, I can't uh, uh, be giving you the, the, the name because some of them are just – there's just no chance. Is it uh, – wait, these are only NFL players? Only NFL players. Okay, okay. All right, yeah, I'm ready for this. Let's go. All right, so the first one, here here is the name, uh, the real name. Adriel Jeremiah. That's the first and last name, or that's like his first and middle name? I, I I can't give you the last name because then it gives it away. Adriel Jeremiah. Is that A.J. Green? A.J. Green. Okay, okay. Yeah. That one came uh, now, really quick to my head. I don't know why. We'll we'll stick with uh, in this same vein. How about Algiers Jamal Williams? Algier Jamal William. Uh, what? <laughs> Algier Jamal William. William is it's William, not Williams. You're saying. Yep, that William. This is that's not his last name. That's the middle name. Okay, Algier Jamal William. Oh, sorry. Uh, if maybe this will help. It's not Algiers Jamal. It's Algiers Jamil. 
Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing. What, who is this? Biggest size of the North. That's A.J. Dillon. Oh, dude. Algier Jamal William Dillon. Yeah. What a name. All right, uh, so now let's switch it up a little bit. Do you happen to know the real name of Drew Locke? Um, okay, I didn't know he... I, okay, it's not Andrew, right? That's not no, what we're looking Andrew for? No, Andrew is his middle name. Okay, d- to be honest, like, Drew Locke is the most Chad energy there is. So is it, like, Chad Andrew Locke? Oh, you have to go more boring to Paul Andrew Locke. Oh, gross. <laughs> Ew. Yes. Yeah. Uh, talk about the most blase name. He good thing he a, has such a blase player. He has way too much swag to be named Paul, though. He he does. Like he's always <laughs> dancing and rapping on the sidelines. So good on him to go by Drew because he could not be Paul Locke with all that drip on the sidelines. All right, all right. How about uh, wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, T. Higgins? fuck um yeah uh, you're not getting this no one. yeah i don't know what the <laughs> fuck his name would be like i got nothing i have nothing try tamarius tamarius oh i should have got that one fuck you were so close no tamarius higgins that damn near sounds better than t why wouldn't he go with tamarius higgins <laughs> all right all right so let's go back to uh, i'll give you the name how about Tyshawn Raekwon? Um, uh, Raekwon Davis? Uh, I, I will, uh, I'll help you out here. It's a wide receiver. Tyshawn Raekwon. Ty... Tyler Lockett. Uh, no. It is actually Debo Samuel. What, bro? <laughs> Tyshawn Raekwon? That is impressive. That's impressive that he got Debo out of that. I don't know where that nickname comes from, but that's um okay. Alright. Sounds good. I believe you. Tyshawn okay, Raekwon. How about this one? Rain Dakota. Uh Rain Dakota? How does how is Rain spelt? R A Y N E. I knew that was going to be bad. I don't know why I asked that question. Rain Dakota. Um, uh, De'Aaron Payne. Uh, How about the second highest paid quarterback in the league right now? That's Dak Prescott. Oh, gross, dude. What? What? So his yeah. his like legal name is Rain Dakota. Rain Prescott. Oh no, dude! Like if he so if he like signs something, it has to be Rain Prescott. I, I guess I don't know. I mean, no, I don't know. Maybe I'm sure you could just shorten it up like that. But I mean, like legally, like if you're like if he's I, like at the DMV, his license would say like, oh yeah, I'm Rain. Yes. Ugh. Yes. Ugh, that's gross. Uh, Do you happen to know the 
the what the JJ and JJ Watt stands for? Justin James. Yes. Yes, I do. Wow, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm on that. All right. Uh, how about with another J? What about OJ Howard? Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, you weren't going to. It's a uh, Otarius Jabari. That is another one who needs to just go by that name instead of OJ Howard. Otarius Jabari Howard. Otarius Howard is pretty badass. Like, yeah, awesome what? Name. Like that would get him in the Pro Bowl every year just for having that name, dude. <laughs> Otarius Howard? I'm, yeah, disappointed again. <laughs> All right, uh, here are the last ones I got for you. Here are the names. Decalin Zacharias. Decalin Zacharias. <laughs> Decalin. Who, whose name is like Declan or Deck or... I know I'm right there, dude. I'm right there. I can decarry decalin Zacarius. I <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You're gonna kick yourself. You're gonna kick yourself wait, so hard. Wait, wait, wait. Decalin Zacarius. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that is the fastest wide receiver in the league right now. DK Metcalf. Oh, man. Uh, you were right there. Oh, Decalin Zacharias. But, like, that's just the D and the K is Decalin. Yeah, but you were like, what's the what's the dude with that's got a deek or a dick? You know, like, <laughs> or a dick. You were right, you were right there. <laughs> I you was trying. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't go through that. And he's also second right. fastest. Tyree Kill. Come on, dude. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Um, now, this last one, I will help you out, because there's absolutely no way that you will get this. Um, wide receiver, Eugene Marquise. Mar- Marquise. Eugene Marquise. Eugene Marquise. Um... That's a tough scene with your name being Eugene, by the way. So I get why this guy changed it. Um, Eugene Marquise, E M, E. Don't even, don't even think about the E and the M. It's like okay, all right, all right, ready. This is my guess. He's a wide receiver, so Eugene Marquise. <sighs> Take Eugene Marquise and the E and the M, and go as far away from them as possible, because that's that, that's what you need to do. This is the Debo Samuel level okay, of okay. out there. Eugene Marquise is actually the name of... These are all current players? Yep. Okay. Okay. Eugene Marquise, the wide receiver is actually the name of Devontae Adams. Oh, no. It is T.Y. Hilton. Oh, what? Yes. Where do you get T.Y. from? Uh, Well, everyone in the league, or I should say everyone in, uh, like, the Twitter and, you know, internet verse 
thinks it means thank you. But really, it's he's named after his dad uh, with, the, with the nickname. His dad's name is Tyrone. So mm. Tyrone, I don't know what the, the Y goes to, but mm. I assume it still alludes to that. <laughs> Eugene but, Marquise. Yeah, that's Eugene a tough scene. Eugene Marquise Hilton. Definitely needed to go with T.Y. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, there's a whole bunch of other ones, but they, that's where I was asking you about J.J. Uh, what Aaron Sibia or whatever the hell his name was. J.J. Arcega Whiteside? Yeah, that dude. J.P. Aaron Sibia was a catcher in baseball. Look, man, that I tried, was... okay? No, no, that just that reminded me of him, and I didn't know... I. Why did I remember his name? I don't know. Yeah, no. Uh, but J.J. Uh, Arcega Whiteside is actually Jose Joaquin. That's pretty badass. Yeah. I like the name Joaquin. So that that was my little my little fun round of bullshit. Okay. I like that. That was fun. I have one. Okay, I have one question I'll lead you off with at the end here. And then we can go into like some quick hits. So, I was reading an article on ESPN, which I shouldn't have been doing anyway, because we all know that sucks, Um, but they were ranking the top edge rushers in the league, right? I think Miles Garrett was one, TJ Watt was two, Um, but regardless, in the rankings, there was Chase Young and Nick Bosa. I believe Chase Young was seventh. And Nick Bosa was eighth. Are we ready? Are, now, if you're taking someone, are you taking Chase Young or Nick Bosa fully healthy? Who are you picking for your edge rusher? Oh, I'm taking it with, uh, without health in mind. Yeah, no, they're they're healthy. Uh, I'm still taking Chase Young. You think? Chase Young is faster. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, Chase Young's speed and the way that he's able to manipulate his weight around uh, a defender is much better than Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa just kind of charges in. Ch- Chase Young, I-, I mean, he puts the he puts the ankle breaks on ankle breakers. Fair enough. Fair enough. I didn't know I'm if we were ready to do that yet. Strong as hell. Yes. Yeah. He's he's a freak. He's a freak. And I just I'm I'm really ready for football to be back. Like we got like a month and then it'll like fully be back. But oh my god. Football, please come faster now. I get it. I'm calling baseball games out here and I love it, but I, I'm missing football right now. I there's no football news and I just want football news. Yeah, I I'm like Get it to us already. Okay. Well, that was it. Do you want to... Do you have some quick hits for the week? Oh, yeah. We got some quick hits. First up, uh, you know, something we didn't talk about, but the name, image, and likeness did finally get passed in college football or college sports itself. It's been insane. Yes. Yes, it is. Also, I'm calling out uh, Dabo Sweeney. Because... He once said he would quit if players ever got paid. Mm. So, Dabo, quit. we're waiting. Quit. Two, we're, I'll let you get a two-week notice, but you got to quit. Sorry. We, fair. Uh, one of the guys who I is a player on the team over here 
actually got a CBD deal in uh, the name Image and Likeness, which it's a banned substance for the NCAA, so I don't know how that's going to go down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, too, Stanley Cup playoffs is going on right now. I know you're not exactly the biggest hockey guy, but my Tampa Bay Lightning are still in there, and uh, they are absolutely shredding the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadiens, great story for them to be in there. I, I love that they made it back. Um, but they're way overmatched. And yeah. I, I'm saying it right now, you're going to see a clean sweep by the Tampa Bay Lightnings. Since when is that your team? Uh, look, I really like Tampa Bay Lightning, okay? It's not my team. I really am a Blackhawks guy. But, I was you know, about to say. Shut up. Anyway, but I, I do like the Lightning, too. And uh, I have been keeping track of the games, and I did know that they were up 3-0, just so you know. Oh, look at that. I haven't uh, watched, also, but... Last week was Bobby Bonilla Day. Nice. We should have brought that up. That was that uh, was on us. And on top of that, Bobby Portis of the Bucks went off that night with 22 points. All-time Bobby Day. All-time. Uh, and to make it even more all-time Bobby Bonilla Day, the Mets came out and they... They have an endorsement deal with Bobby Bonilla now. So that way they could have an Airbnb night stay at Shea Stadium. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. You know they're still going to pay him for 14 more years. Yeah, it's... Um, That's insane. They're due. We're, they're they're, due. I, <sighs> I don't know. I, I Honestly, they should just continue to pay him for the rest of his life. Just for fun. It is all-time agent like number one goaded agent deal of all time has to be uh, uh also too the new york yankees equipment truck um it it it, it got stuck leaving the ballpark uh, and at fenway so after getting swept by the red sox uh the vehicle was trying to leave and it hit the garage door and got stuck leaving Fenway. So, way to go. I don't know if you can see this picture. Look at that. Yikes. <laughs> it's so Yankees. It's awesome. Fuck. Fuck. And I, I know I have a lot of uh, quick hits today. Yesterday, July 4th, which means the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Damn it, you're stealing all of my quick hits. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go, you take it away. Then. <laughs> okay. Well, Joey Chestnut, we need. We should have talked about him on the podcast today too. Another Coney Island hot dog championship now, breaking his record that he set last year with 75 hot dogs to now the new record, 76 hot dogs, and yes. he was on pace for 90 after the first five minutes. Uh, All time performance. A legend. All time. All time. Sports champion. He needs to be on your sports Mount Rushmore. Yeah, fourteen-time champion at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Yeah, and what does he just like set a new record every year? Every year, he just eats one more. Uh, and I don't know if you remember, but the previous like juggernaut in the sport was Kobayashi. Right. And we, we were talking about this yesterday at what the wrestling show. I remember when Joey Chestnut came in and he destroyed Kobayashi. Wasn't even close. And it, it, 
it's been like that ever since. Like I know last year, uh, Chestnut beat the second place guy by eighteen fucking hot dogs. He's just which different. Is insane. He's just I don't built know different. what he got this year, but uh, we also got to looking at uh, other major league eating records. So, uh, quick little extra bit. Um, how many jars of mayonnaise do you think you could eat in eight minutes? Because not even one. 30- Four 32-ounce bowls of mayonnaise sounds like absolute torture. Ugh. Ugh. I don't even want to eat mayonnaise. Straight up? Uh, yes. No, Just never. Just bowls of mayonnaise. That's gross. Uh, Joey Chestnut also holds the record for number of Taco Bell soft-shell beef tacos in 10 minutes. 53, which seems light. I was about to say, I think that's beatable. I, I feel like you could do that. Yeah, 53 of them, like, Someone in 10 minutes? To, right? Like, for the, you, they're really small. Yeah, like I said, I, I don't I don't quite know, because I feel like that's, um, that seems weird. The I hot dogs, know. the hot dogs is unbeatable. Like, that's 76 in 10 minutes? No, no chance. How about a uh, number of, uh, another Joey Chestnut record, by the way, uh, eight minutes, Number of hard-boiled eggs. Oh, oh! Try, try a hundred and forty-one. Oh my God! How did what? he not throw up? I I don't know. And uh, my last one. Speaking of Kobayashi, Takeru Kobayashi, fifteen minutes. How many cows brains? Whoa! Um, like the whole brain. Yes. Fifteen. Oh, you're not even close. Try fifty-seven. Seventeen point seven pounds. Oh my god. I, I, again, if you uh, honestly, if you guys are bored, anyone listening out there, go to Major League Eating Records and just be in awe. Of some of these effing fifty-seven cow brains in fifteen I, minutes. I don't even understand how some of these things are possible. That's gross. That's so gross. Ugh. Ugh. I do have. <laughs> I have two more real quick hits. I'll go with so Joey Chestnut definitely needs to be recognized as one of the best athletes to ever play sports uh, in general for sure with his dominance. That is definitely an all-time dynasty, for sure. Joey Chestnut in sports. Um, other other quick hits. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady golf match starts tomorrow. Are you going to not watch? Because I'm not watching. I'm definitely not watching. Good. Glad we're on the same page there. Um, I think that's... Uh, I have one more right here as well. Nate McMillan. Even though he did lose the uh, Eastern Conference Finals... Congrats to him. Four-year extension after this. Officially the head coach. Deserve it. Definitely yes, deserved deserve it. it. And on top of that, um, that that's about all I got. That's it. That's that's episode 22, I think. Um, we've got like a month left of doing it like this. And then we'll be back in person for a couple weeks again. Uh, I'm still tired. I'm sunburned to death. I'm probably still, like, 
technically hungover. It was still like we we were like, let's just get this out of the way today. Almost. Are you are you done talking? No, oh, I I didn't know if you were still like going on with stuff or if this was like your. That was outro. your. That was like a cue if you wanted to talk about something. Not like the oh. the outro, but like if you wanted to. Oh okay. No, I wasn't. I was. I didn't have anything more. So, <laughs> so that's gonna be it. This that's. Part, this, this gonna part be... can definitely be edited out. Okay? Well, okay, we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. Um, so that's going to be our episode uh, 22 of Down the Wire. Make sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, what else do we do? Uh, Podbean. And, of course, thechairshot.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Eight minutes, 85 moon pies? Are you fucking insane? Peace. Well, sometimes I go out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.